Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. Hey, everyone. This is John Roca from Collider. Every car comes with its share of stories. That ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date, the luxury package you got after a big promotion, or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car's worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to True Car, simply enter your license plate number, and watch how your car's details pop up. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof? Watch as they bump up your value. High mileage? You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you know how much it dings your wallet so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So, when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. Stay little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.
Welcome to day one of brand new Movie Talk. We are covering the Avengers Endgame box office. And then on top of that, brand new trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. We are digging into the details right here on the show. I am so happy to be kicking off this fresh iteration of Movie Talk. We have a great lineup for you today. And I get to discuss all of these topics with two wonderful people on day one, John Roca and Nikki Novak. I'm so happy to be oh celebrating day one with you two. So excited to be asked here on day one. Thank I know. You. Let's do this thing. Yes. New talk, new rules. Let's that do is this what thing. I like Sight. to hear. Yeah. <laughs> and we have an audience. Thank you, everybody, oh. for being in the Yeah. Yeah. Get back to work. All right. Here we go. We're digging into that box office right now. In particular, we're focusing on Avengers Endgame, which is now the second largest worldwide earner of all time. And that all happened after just 12 days of global release, which is nuts. It did come up a little bit shy of the second weekend record at the domestic box office that Star Wars The Force Awakens posted. That one had made $149.2 million. And when you look at the actuals that came in just a little while ago, Actually, Avengers Endgame wound up closing out weekend two with one hundred and forty seven point four million dollars. But globally, Endgame wound up with a total of two point one eight eight billion dollars, which tops Titanic's two point one eight seven billion. And now it's got the movie trailing Avatar by something like six hundred and twenty million dollars. Absolutely crazy how much this is made in such a short period of time. But we can't forget the fact that Avatar came out. It was a different time, different landscape. Also had the luxury of not being a summer release. So it had the opportunity to have legs, whereas there is so much competition coming Endgame's way right now. So what say you on the big debate? Is Endgame going to top Avatar or is it going to start to see a steeper decline now? I think it's not going to top Avatar, unfortunately. I think because of so many of these movies that are coming now, the summer season, right? They had, like you said, Avatar had a little bit of time. Star Wars Force Awakens had even more time coming out over Christmas. Now, when you're looking at this situation with summer, so many movies that are anticipated by many people coming out this summer, one right on top of each other, all with colons for some reason. So this is going to be, this is good. <laughs> that sounded wrong. Right. incredible no, <laughs> just saying, I noticed there's a lot of colons coming out this week, this summer. So there's a lot of movies falling on top each other they're going to dig away at uh, uh, the audience that will go and plus it lost it, it went 200 million dollars less than its opening weekend that tells you that everyone who wanted to see it went out and saw it and I think the idea of spoilers and everything like that that went down people rushed out to see this enormous amount uh, enormous amount of people went out to see this thing quickly and I think it's not going to meet, match those numbers as the weekends go along I think you're crazy okay. I think it's not if it's when and wow. it's how soon it's going to happen okay. I mean two weeks in we're at two billion dollars this is insanity you're telling me it can't make up the difference in the next few weeks. I know we have a lot of movies this summer. It's super stacked, but mm. there's still a little bit of time before that happens. And I think you're going to get the repeat viewings. And when you're looking at that Star Wars Force Awakens number domestically, think about Star Wars. Didn't open quite as wide. So there were people that couldn't mm. see it the first weekend. Remember, those, everybody was like, it's sold out. I can't go. So they maybe went the second weekend. I don't think that's any indication of it of this slowing down. And it's also we have to consider the fact that Avengers Endgame played in more theaters than ever. Because mm-hmm. think about some smaller stories we were talking about just in the grand scheme of things where they were saying AMC theaters stayed open for 72 hours straight. It had more opportunities to be screened. And it's not all that much of a surprise that it had more opportunity to actually lose money. Mm-hmm. And and 58.7% for its weekend two drop, when you think about how much it made weekend one, right. that is wildly impressive. And 
I could not be happier for this movie. The question is now, when are we going to start to see that drop off? Actually, I didn't even give my prediction. I'm with yeah. you, Nikki. Thank I think you. this is undoubtedly <laughs> going to top Avatar. I feel like wow. with it shooting really? up, with it shooting okay. up as high as it did this fast, yeah. I really don't see any other scenario playing out here because it's also one of those movies that is so highly rewatchable and also yeah. you just I, Everybody I spoke to basically said, I walked out of my first viewing dying to see it again, mm -hmm. dying yeah. to see it for a third time. And as someone who's seen it three times, it never kind of like lose, loses any of the effects of the magic as I go along. I just wind up getting more out of it. It felt right. more like an event movie, though. You had to go see this thing. You had to so you could talk about it, blah, blah, blah. And that's why I think the 60% drop is notable. That's, that, to me, is going to only increase week to week as this goes along. I don't think it's going to pick up steam. I don't think it's going to get maybe around Spider-Man Far From Home if it's still yeah. in the theaters if it's still in the theaters it will be making the money that it's making i think people went to see it saw it numerous times they're good to go and they're going to wait now till it comes out on video so they can analyze it on netflix and stream it or watch it but you got pikachu coming you got john wick 3 coming within the same month you've got aladdin coming i know people make fun of it but there's a lot of families that are going to go see aladdin so there's a lot of films that are coming down the pike that will take young audiences away from because it ain't 50 year olds by the most part going to see this thing five or six times it's more, more of the younger audience who has the time to go and oh, see this thing multiple I disagree. times I think it's I think it's just about everyone now yeah. maybe not my Nana who but I think, time to go see <laughs> I think age ranges like across the board there's this I think initially yes but not now as the weeks go along no, I don't but think, I also you think can't there were make that kind people. of money that way yeah and a lot of people went the first weekend maybe they right. took a week off they're not going to go the second weekend but in the weeks to come I know so many people that are like I'm gonna go see it again. It's just a matter of like when. Is it okay. gonna be this week, next week? I don't think it's gonna trail off the amount of money it's made in the first two weeks. There's no way it's gonna trail off that much that's not gonna hit that number. Yeah, and when you look at some of the movies that are coming out, we obviously do have a bunch that are gonna mm. make a pretty penny at the box office. The the soonest one that we're gonna get is Detective Pikachu, and right. I am curious to see what the drop winds up being with something a little more substantial hitting theaters than what we had this weekend. But even looking at this upcoming lineup, it's not like we have over the next month i mean actually i'll go as far to say as for the rest of may i don't see a single movie on this list that's going to top 100 million dollars opening weekend okay. and yeah. in that case i have a feeling it might be semi-smooth sailing for endgame throughout the month at least until we get to something like i don't know toy story do you think it'll stay number one for, for against the, the month of May against Detective P. Oh my God, no, no. Okay, yeah, right. I, I so you mean, think it, it will drop? I don't drop, mean that. But you think it will keep making? I mean, money. it's okay. inevitable. It's going to drop no matter what. It's mm -hmm. just about how much. It's about how long those legs are. And then right. the question becomes. I don't think the question is, will it be in theaters come July 2nd when okay. Spider-Man Far From Home comes out? I think the bigger question is, how much of a bump is Endgame going to get then, especially yeah. given that trailer that they dropped right. today? Yeah, right. So I think uh, I think the MCU is in pretty good shape right now. Did anything else other than Endgame catch your eye at the box office, or was everything else completely overshadowed? Yeah, I would throw Longshot in the mix. Maybe we're done with the schlubby guy trying to get the pretty girl movie done. It only made $10 million. How about we done with that? I know everybody liked it or got good reviews, but like... Like, I, to me, it was such a dumb premise. I think a lot of people didn't go see it for that reason. I'm not sure if Charlize and Seth is the combo that can get people into the theaters. Clearly, only $10 million open, and it's going to sink from there. Um, so that's I, I, maybe we're done with that. I once don't know if all. it's the storyline necessarily, though. I mean, the intruder should not be beating you. Well, when you think about Dennis it, you think Quaid. about why people are going to go to the movies, why they're going to pay a ticket 
a romantic comedy is not going to have the same draw as The Intruder in terms of people want to go, they want to get freaked out, they want to have that, like, you know, people love going to the movies for, like, horror and that kind mm -hmm. of thing and for Avengers and action. They don't necessarily go anywhere for romantic comedies. They may hear, oh, yeah, it's good, but they're not going to be like, oh, they're going to wait for it. They're going to okay. wait to run to that home. Okay. I actually think that how... The Intruder, Longshot, and Ugly Dolls did this weekend is actually a sure sign of the type of viewership that Endgame right. is getting right now because you're talking about three completely different movies, one that appeals to the youngest of moviegoers out there, and we're seeing them all not perform that well, mm. and I have a feeling it's because Endgame is making such a significant dent at the box office right now. We'll see with uh, <laughs> Pikachu coming up where if that still holds true. Yep. I'm curious to see yeah. if you have not caught it yet. Our Detective Pikachu non-spoiler review is up on the channel right now. All right, let's roll into some very brief plugs. First up, little comic book shopping coming at you. Be sure to check out that new episode of Comic Book Shopping very soon. And then on top of that, you've got a brand new episode of Collider Witching Hour coming your way. We welcomed Darina to the show, and we did a spoiler review for Suspiria. Things got witchy, creepy violently dancey. I don't know how mm. you would describe that movie. I still can't shake it off, but right now we need to roll <laughs> into our next story here. And it's another big one for the MCU. Early this morning, we got a brand new trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. And there's a reason they dropped this trailer after two weekends in theater for Endgame. It's because this thing is basically loaded with Endgame spoilers, one of which is Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio claiming that he's from a different version of Earth, which is kind of confirming the events of Endgame did create a multiverse, or is it? But before we even get there, we want to dig into a bunch of questions that this trailer poses. And one of the ones on my mind right now is this idea of Spider-Man becoming the new Iron Man, so to speak. Do you think he is going to basically fill the role that Tony Stark left behind? Or are they teasing something and kind of putting our minds down one track and they're actually going to make it something different for Peter Parker? I don't know if they would do that to him and to the actor and the character. I don't know if they would tease that and be like, oh, psych, it's actually going to be somebody else. It's a bit of a disrespect to the character, I think. I think, you know, it's a smart way to go. He's super young. If you're thinking about, like, the next 10, 10 years of the Marvel Universe, who better to kick it off than, than Tom Holland? He's one of my favorite actors. He's such a fresh... He brings such a different vibe than everybody else brings. And I think we all sort of went, <gasps> when we saw the trailer, went, really? Is that the direction you're going? But okay, I have a question for you, though, because I know where you're going. We, we've gone back and forth on this. When I think about the future Avengers, the new Avengers, so to speak, and who is going to fill that Iron Man role, I always kind of excluded Peter because he's a bit on the younger side. And mm. I guess I envisioned an older Avenger, you know, taking the lead of the group. Does that right. concern you at all? Or do you think he fits that role regardless? You know, I think he's the unconventional choice, but that's kind of what they do. That's what they do in the MCU is they surprise you. I mean, we might have thought, is it going to be Thor? Who is it going to be? It could be Doctor Strange, you know, somebody with the gravitas. But now... and. Thor's become such a beloved character. Why are you doing that to me? <laughs> but no, can't turn your back I on this one. <laughs> I can hear the word gravitas anywhere yeah. on this planet without thinking of John Roca. Fair enough. But here's the thing. While I, this trailer sort of shows me that he's, while he might be the new Iron Man, Happy is the new Tony Stark. Like, it's like he's sort of become like the mentor in, in a sense. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think what they did really brilliantly here is the MCU has never sh shown us the Uncle Ben moment that is the standard thing for uh, Peter Parker. To have it be Tony Stark being Uncle Ben is brilliant here. And you guys know who've watched Collider Movie Talk religiously, I've said this on numerous shows. I think Spider Man is going to lead the new Avengers. That's why Tony was his mentor. And this trailer 
just reaffirmed that for me even more so. Yes, he's young yet, but you can see Tom Holland is growing into the role. He feels more confident in this trailer, and it's five years later, so he can get away with all of that stepping in here. Happy Hogan, I think, more slides into this whole assistant spot that uh, Peter is going to need. Because remember, Peter puts on the glasses, which have the mm-hmm. has the nanotech, the Stark stuff. So there's a lot of connections here, which I think is brilliant from this trailer that he is going to take. Uh, his uh, uh, Iron Man's mantle and possibly lead the Avengers. So let's say Spider-Man is the new Iron Man. Who yep. do you guys see them filling out the rest of the group with? Because we can, I think what this mm. trailer was also teasing is that we can almost take Thor and Captain Marvel out of uh, that yeah. equation. Yeah. Right. I mean, maybe they'll they'll pop in now and then depending on what the threat is on sure. Earth. But I do have a feeling that going forward, it's going to be Thor out in the cosmic realm with the Guardians mm-hmm. and then Captain Marvel kind of doing her own thing. So who do you think is going to be surrounding spider-man when you know maybe the next avengers movie comes out who's left <laughs> well Val- valkyrie yeah. is there yeah. on new asgard she's running new asgard valkyrie yeah. can certainly chime in here war machines out there the new captain america is out there uh bucky is out there scarlet witch is out there well, still you can't just name everybody those are my six those are my six right there that's too many what six yeah. avengers yeah that's way too they, many didn't they have six to begin with yeah but you know you, you can't have that many you gotta choose three Roka. three yeah what about Hulk? What's Hulk up to? Is he uh, retiring? Yeah. Hulk, professor's off to creating some things. I don't know what he's doing. He might be more <laughs> of an advisor on the side, that really? kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be the central focus. I think they're they're, and I wonder if the Amy Pascal thing will play into this. Amy, Amy moving over mm. to Universal may help them do a Hulk standalone movie with Mark Ruffalo, so, kind of pulling him away from the Avengers. So you're basically saying because a lot of the people you're naming, it's not the core. So you the core's gone. But you think it's you? You don't think that the Hulk or somebody you need to have sort of like three no. major, you know, of the the core group. I do not. I think the core is done. I purposely done. Captain America's done. Iron Man's done. Black Widow is dead. Hawkeye is no longer around. Thor's off with the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And Hulk is figuring out something in his own world. So to me, that's why I think the core is finished. And they're going to create a whole new core with Spider-Man at the head of it. I can't even begin to answer this question. (laughs) I had one picture in my mind, and I had a really great explanation for it, and then I hear other people's thoughts, and I'm like, well, I don't know which way to look right now. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. No, I want to know what you... Now I want to know. Well, basically everything I said in most of our Endgame prediction videos was flat out wrong. I do (laughs) think... that's the fun of it. I do think that Spider-Man is going to be a part of it. I just don't... I don't see them traditionally filling the voids left by, let's say, Iron Man and Captain America. Like, Mm. I know that... Um, Sam has assumed the Captain America mantle, but I don't think he's going to function the same way within the group that Steve Rogers just did. Same thing with Tony Stark and Peter Parker. I don't think he's exactly filling their shoes. And I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see, you know, a singular or a pair of leaders emerge. I think it's going to be kind of like a a group of equality, and it's basically going to be Spider-Man, Black Panther. Mm -hmm. I think Doctor Strange is going to be heavily involved. Valkyrie's a little bit of a toss-up for me mm-hmm. because I do wonder if New Asgard will just remain mm-hmm. on Earth and flourish there or if they're eventually going to try to go out into the cosmic yeah. realm again. There's, I don't really know what to make of Scarlet Witch at this point just because she's, she's going to be off doing her Disney Plus right, show right. and the whole thing about it taking place in the 1950s is throwing me for a loop because does that mean she's going to essentially time travel mm-hmm. and she won't be in play anymore? 
There, there's so many possibilities. Throw in Ant-Man and the Wasp, too. Yeah, they're right. in the mix certainly, also. Certainly in the mix. Absolutely. All right. All right. Next question I have for you guys is another one that kind of paves the way to the future of the MCU, or at least could. If you guys noticed in the trailer, there's one shot of Spider-Man web-slinging through New York City, and we pass what used to be Avengers Tower, mm. and it's under construction, which means they're likely building something new with it. So my mind immediately goes to Baxter Tower or mm. maybe an Oscorp building. So what say you about that? Do you think that they're going to introduce something that we haven't seen before in the MCU there? I say yes. I think absolutely fantastic for Baxter Building makes a lot of sense to me that it could be that Whilst they're figuring this whole thing out down the road, there's no need to rush. This all started Spider-Man Far From Home. They're moving away out of the Avengers Tower, so now we're 100% out of it. We'll see what happens now with Stark. Who is he going to sell it to? Who's Rather, who's Gwyneth Paltrow? Who's Pepper Potts going to sell it to? We'll see. And we, the multiverse thing may be how we get Fantastic Four, how we get X-Men. Who knows? Because this idea that uh, what's-his-face is sliding in here, Mysterio is saying that he's from the multiverse, and Nick Fury believes him, Colby Smulders believes him. Is this from Maria Hill, rather? Is this the truth? We'll see. But either way, that opens the door for someone taking over that tower, and it mm-hmm. seems like that would be the way to go for now. You don't include that shot in this trailer without purpose. Yeah. So right, I right. have a feeling it's something. Mm-hmm. And if I, had a, if I had a place to bet on something right now, I would lean towards... Oscorp, because mm-hmm. I do think the multiverse thing is going to be the way to introduce mutants. Yeah. So that's where I stand right. on that right now. I'm stunned. It's sort of the same as the last question. I have no idea where they're going. It's going to be a surprise. I don't know. I, I don't like know. these surprises. Yes. <laughs> I'll take whatever they give me. But the big question we have to hit right now is what you brought up, Roka. Mm. Is Mysterio even telling the truth? We're talking about a character with a history of being a con man. Yeah. He could easily just be BSing them, you know? So do you believe what he said? I kind of feel like if this is the big going to be the big twist is that he's supposed to be this good character and then the twist at the end is going to be that he's not. Wouldn't that be way too simple for them? I, they're not they're going not going to leave it that simply for us. Yeah. Cuz it's too much. It's like a, to me it's a red herring. It's too obvious that that that's the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm feeling like the same thing right now because yeah. that seems to have been the hot topic about Mysterio since our first piece of promo material with him is that oh they're teeing him up like he's a good guy and he's going to be friends with Peter Parker obviously they're going to shift it. it there has to be more to it than that right well the, the more could be that something comes down the line as he's thinking he's doing the right thing because remember he says sometimes people die maybe his philosophy of being a hero doesn't match up with Peter so mm-hmm. he's not necessarily your classic villain he just has a different approach to being a hero which would really expand the definition within the MCU of what a hero or villain is. So Mysterio could definitely play that. If you know Mysterio in the Brian Michael Bendis Spider-Man series, he jumps dimension pulling off the height. So he can jump dimensions Mm -hmm. in the comic book. There's basis for it. I don't know if he's telling the truth here, but I would be shocked that Nick Fury would believe him just at his word. So I, I think the multiverse does exist. Is he telling the truth about being for the multiverse? That's a separate conversation. Well, we also went into the whole time travel thing, and yeah. that there can be another. Could there be another Mysterio? Could there be one that is from a certain time that thinks he's good and is good, and then there's another? Right. You know? Certainly possible. Well, the way that they're teeing it up does get me very excited about dealing with the repercussions of the events of Endgame. Because I know, you know, the Spider-Man franchise is a little more of a fun-loving franchise, mm. and I love Homecoming for the vibe it had. But I don't want to necessarily wipe the slate clean of the ramifications right. of ba- basically half the population having been dusted away for five right. years. Yeah. And this seems like a good way to get at it, where the story actually calls for it. The other 
potential time travel multiverse thing I wanted to bring up, because I bet you're going to know a lot about it, Roka, mm. is the other evil entities we see in this, the, the, the elementals. elementals. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, could that hint at the existence of the multiverse and him not necessarily lying? Possibly, because they're using, essentially using Hydro Man, Sandman, Molten Man. They're using the, the classic characters from the Spider the, from Spider-Man lore that were introduced in the 70s, but are they going to be part of some, are they tricks that Mysterio is staging to make himself look like a hero? That's going to be an interesting part of it. The Elementals seem like a boring villain to have in a mm-hmm. film like this, so I would be surprised they go this route, because a lot of people didn't like Spider-Man 3, where Hydro Man and where Sandman were a, a part of it, so I'd be shocked that they would go back to that well ne- uh, that uh, strictly. So I, I, don't nec- I don't think they're part of it. I think they're all part of Mysterio's game in my opinion was there a line in the trailer was it mysterio was it a voiceover where he says people have to die that's the answer i was bringing up earlier yeah so what kind of hero is he i wonder i am curious i want to know more now 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 but (laughs) i'm also so satisfied by this trailer we got today that i'm like you know what i'm right for a little while i can't wait to see what the next one has (laughs) and you guys can bet that when we get another far from home trailer we're going to cover it right here on new movie talk Roka, Nikki, thank you so much Yay. for thank kicking you. off this awesome. run of the show with me. A huge thanks to Adam in the booth and the whole production team here and Dorian for helping us out today. It really means a lot. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. As always, do not forget to like and share. And even though we have a shorter running time, we still exist in podcast form as well. So go check us out. Comment, share, tell everybody you know about Movie Talk. And we'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. PT Live for a brand new episode. I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's Power Cash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.